Praise the Lord. The devil's on the prowl, but God. Come on, but God. I titled today's message, The Devil's on the Prowl, But God. Hey, amen. Come on, we are victorious in Christ. We are victorious. But I want to bring a teaching today from James chapter 4. And so if you've got your Bibles, go ahead and, and um, open up to James chapter 4. Because we are going to, we're going to prepare, we're going to read here just a few scriptures. And I want to want to bring to you a word from these from these scriptures in James chapter 4 verses uh, 6 through 10 and it says God resists the proud but he gives grace to the humble and I'm going to read this and I'm going to I'm going to read it and I'm going to teach as we go along but God resists the proud but he gives grace to the humble there is nothing more beautiful in the kingdom of God than a man or a woman of God that walks in the humility of the Lord there is nothing more beautiful but there's also nothing more powerful because God will resist the proudful heart he will resist the one that is lifted him lifting himself up in proud and in pride right but he gives grace to the humble so he's going to give you supernatural favor mercy doors that are going to open supernaturally for you because he will give grace to the humble this is a key that a lot of people will just bypass but i'll tell you when you feel like there is an assignment coming against you or your family and maybe you say wow it feels like the devil's on the prowl well maybe he is but i'll tell you right now what the key is the key is right here god will give grace to the humble the the proud the prideful he will resist but he will give grace to the humble and this is really important because we can know a lot of scripture we can meditate on a lot of scripture we can decree a lot of scripture but in the the bottom line is if you're, if you're walking in a heart that is full of pride the word is very clear right here that not only are you going to have the devil on the prowl but god is going to resist you it's very clear because that does not bring about the blessing the heart of god it doesn't bring about the heart of god at all so the key and this is such a important key that we've got to hang on to is that lord i want to constantly walk in the humility of the lord because i know that in humility lord you will raise up those that are humble you're going to raise them up god will position you for the the place that he has called you to as long as your heart stays humble so hang on to that remember that right now and we're going to go on here in in james chapter 4 verse 7 he says therefore submit to god but see we start there many of the time we start right there therefore submit to god but we didn't read what was beforehand beforehand he says but god is going to resist those that are prideful but he will give grace to the humble therefore therefore submit to god so we get to submit to god day in and day out we get to bring our hearts before him not just our things that are happening in your life bring your heart before the lord and submit to god how do you submit to god by bringing your your literally your heart everything that's in within you your thoughts your emotions and you re and then it says to resist the devil and he will flee from you you will resist the devil and he will flee from you but we have to first remember submit to god submit to god now when we go over to matthew matthew 16 23 jesus rebuked peter jesus rebuked peter in this passage here matthew 16 23 and i'm going to read it to you and it says but he turned and he, and he said to peter he said get behind me satan 
This is Jesus talking to Peter. This is pre some pretty strong language here. But he said, get behind me, Satan. Peter was not Satan, but he was certainly acting like him. Peter, he, and, and Jesus was referring to the spirit that was in operation through Peter. And Peter was his disciple, right? And so he says, get behind me, Satan, for you are an offense to me, for you are not mindful. Now catch this. You are not mindful of the things of God but of the things of men. You are not mindful of the things of God, but of the things of men. And because of that, Jesus says to Peter, get behind me, Satan. You are not mindful. Your mind is not full of the things of God. And so many of the time we think, oh, wow, you know, um, you know, when we submit to God, we resist the devil. He's going to flee from us, you know, but we don't think about the little things. What is God's heart in this? He is saying, when you are not mindful of the things of God, when your heart and your mind are not in connection, being mindful of what pleases God, then in that, in that area, you are not being, you're not following the will of God. He says, you are not mindful of the things of God, but of the things of men. You are in offense. Then we become an offense to the Lord, right? Wow. Gee, you don't hear a whole lot of people talking about this. Why? It should be spoken about. It really should be. This is something that is so important. We don't want to be an offense to God. We don't want to have our heart in an offense to God. And it's in the little things. How? Well, I, I just read it to you. When we don't have our minds set on the things of God, when we're not mindful, full of the will of God, not our will. See, many of the time we think, even in spiritual warfare, oh, the devil's on the prowl. Let's, you know, let's suit up. Let's armor up. Let's let's get our spiritual armor on and, and, and let's destroy the thing, the enemy. Let's just destroy the enemy's assignment. Well, let me tell you, you will destroy the enemy's assignment, all right. Yes, you will. But here are the, here's some keys. Number one, we need to walk in humility. Okay, number one, we've got to walk in humility because God will lift up the humble, but the prideful, he's going to put down. He's going to bring them down. So number one, humility is, is such a powerful key, right? And number two, we've got to be mindful of the things of God because if we're not mindful, we can be an offense to the Lord our God, the very one that we serve, the very one that we love. We could be, mind, we could be an offense to him when we're not mindful to the Lord when we think that we can, in our own strength, take and have um, authority in our own power and and deal with the warfare that's going on around us. No, we deal with the warfare when we remember that our authority comes from Christ, through Christ, it's in his name, but it's because we are in agreement. We've got to be in agreement. And when we are in agreement, we are in obedience, obedience to the will of God. You're not going to get anywhere without obedience. Not really, not, not really. See, God has too much for you he wants too much for you for you to uh compromise in this area of obedience and i don't even mean just in the the actions I, that of course we mean in the actions your your what you do but but let's take it back it's what you think it's what you feel it's the inner it's the inner uh thoughts and the inner emotions it's the inner attitude of the heart you know, this is what we need to really keep our hearts focused on. We need to have that time where we just say, Lord, search my heart. As a matter of fact, this is a really good prayer. And it's a prayer to do daily. Lord, search my heart. King David did it. You know, see if there be any wicked way within me. And then as you do this, you're fostering a heart of humility 
Now you are in rightful position to really put the devil on the run. Now the devil that's at on a prowl, maybe he's prowling around. Well, he now has no legal rights. See, the only time the enemy is allowed to be on the prowl is when he has legal rights. One of the ways that we give him a legal right is when we walk in sin and we don't even know it. We walk in the sin of being prideful and we don't even know it. We may walk in the sin of not being mindful of the things of God. And we may not even be aware of it. Why? Because we have forgotten that our hearts sometimes can be desperately wicked who can know them. So we've got to keep our heart posture right before God. Amen? Amen? So let's go back to James 4 because I really want to bring you a teaching. This passage in James 4 is rich. It is so rich. And I'll tell you, everything in your life will turn around when you get this firmly planted in your spirit, man, that God will resist the proud, but he will give grace to the humble. Lord God, above all, all, all else, Lord, I know that if I keep my heart um, humble before you, God, that you're going to bring me into the things that you've called me to do. You're going to bring all of us into the, into the will of God, which is that it, you know, it is his desire for you, right? Everything he's planned for you. So yes, therefore we will submit to God. We submit to God in a beautiful heart surrender. We submit to him with our, our heart postures, not in a place of judging and not in a place of, of name calling or being, being divisive or, or having these inner, inner judgments that maybe people don't know, but we know, and God knows. No, we want our hearts purified, purified. When we have our hearts purified, then what happens is, is that God says, here is a man here is a woman that I can trust. I can trust this individual and I want to raise them up because they will not bring shame to my name. They will not dishonor my name. They will not steal my glory in any way because their heart is pure. Their heart is pure. Those that are pure in heart, they will seek God. Amen? This is what the word says. I didn't make this up. This is what the word says. And so it's important that we really get in tune and in sync with what the word says. Let's continue to read verse 8. We're still in James 4. James 4 is our main text today. James 4, now we are in verse 8. It says, draw near to God. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. When you draw near to God, in the way I've just described, he will draw near to you. He's going to show you. Oh, see in this area over here? You know, we need to get this area right. Come to me, you who are, wait, are laboring and you who are weary. Come to me and I will give you rest. I will show you the things that you thought you had. You Sometimes we just think we've got these things down. We got that area. But you know, let me tell you, something. those are the areas we need to say, Lord, is there anything in my life? in this area that you want to address father I want you to speak to me in the way that I can hear you in every area in my life in my home in my ministry at church, at work you know um, whatever it is that you do Lord in every area of my life you have my attention I want to draw near to you and I know as I draw near to you with a humble submission you are drawing near to me and if and if God is drawing near to you let me tell you the devil does not have any stance he doesn't have any power because we serve the almighty all-powerful living God we serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords we serve the God who already defeated the enemy he already defeated he's not going to defeat he already defeated the enemy amen amen so you know and it's not to say that we don't take authority bind and loose and strip down strongholds and do all of that absolutely the word tells us to do so but if you're doing that void of having a heart that is walking in humility with the lord then basically you are just you are just your efforts are futile because you are not doing the first thing first. You're not putting the main thing, the main thing. 
And the main thing is God is looking at our hearts. He's saying, I want a bride that is purified. I want a bride that understands walking in holiness is first on my list. This is what the Lord thinks. He says, I want a bride that's that's spotless, that's pure. I want a bride that I can come back for that actually puts me first in everything in their heart. Puts God first before promotion. Puts God first before um any kind of exaltation, any kind of exaltation, puts God first before any kind of achievements, puts God first before any kind of blessing, puts God first before any relationship here on earth, puts God first before anything at all, anything that you could be praying for, anything. He's looking for a man or a woman that will put God first in all things. Amen? Amen? Seek First, the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these things shall come after that, right? They'll all come for you. Every single thing. That's Matthew 6, 33. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. That's what we're talking about right now. Yes, the devil is on the prowl, but if the devil is on the prowl, then maybe you've given him legal right because maybe you have forgotten, you've gotten to be such a warrior in the spirit that you forgot to check your heart. So it's important. It is important that we stay in this posture. Amen? Don't ever, ever, ever um, stray from this and think, oh, we've got this. Let's move on. No, 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 no. As you continue to gain tools and you put tools in your tool belt, the number one thing that should never, ever, ever be forgotten is your heart posture before God. Because that's going to destroy those, those enemy assignments faster than anything else. Okay, so draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Verse 8. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. We know that the double-minded man will not receive anything from God. So we cannot and should not walk in a double-minded mindset. Because that is the double-minded mindset is a mindset that's not set on faith. And only in faith can we please God. Right? So then it says, verse 9, lament, mourn, and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. In other words, when you know you grieve God's heart, it's okay for you to feel it. Don't be like, oh, let's just brush that off. No, 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 no. When you have grieved the heart of God, let's make sure that you say, Lord, heal me, cleanse me. I I have such grief because I because I did, um, I, I broke your heart, right? Now, God forgives us immediately. We know that. We know that. But I tell you, there's a heart posture that only wants to please and serve him and is grieved when that isn't the case. So grieved that we are willing. We want to feel that. We want to feel that, Lord, because, because when you do feel that, that sorrow, that sa sadness, that you grieve the heart of the Father. What happens is, is that, you know, you're careful to not go back and do that again. You're so careful because you know how it felt and you love God too much. You love God too much to want to grieve Him. It's so important to you that no matter what on the face of this earth, no matter nothing at all would even come into comparison than this one thing that I want to first please God. I want to first please him. Hey, it's great to have people that know who you are, that are cheering for you, that are on your side, that love you, that are helping you, whatever it might be. It's great, but it's not as important as knowing that God is on your side and that you are in right standing with God. That's the first and foremost, the most important thing that you can ever, ever have. And then verse 10. Verse 10, we, we end with how we began. Because verse 10 says, Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. When we humble ourselves, see, it's important that we humble ourselves. Don't wait. Don't wait for God to humble you. You don't want to wait for the rock to fall upon you. Fall upon the rock. 
Amen. Amen. So humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. He is lifting you up. When we humble ourselves and say, Lord, I, I need your help. I need your wisdom. I don't want to be an offense to you. Lord God, teach me to be mindful of the things of God. Lord, just like um, Peter, you know, he thought and he loved God. He loved God and he thought he was saying and doing the right thing, but he had the wrong motive. He didn't have the full understanding, but he was going off, wasn't he? He was being bold, wasn't he? But he was being bold, but he didn't have the whole picture. Well, God had something to say about that. Jesus had something to say about that. Father, teach us. Teach us to be mindful of the things that are important to you. We want to have a heart after you. More than anything else in this world, we want to have a heart that pleases God. We know that as we have a, God, a heart that pleases God, the enemy that may be on the prowl is defeated. He's under our feet because the Lord will move heaven and earth to rescue you. He will move whatever he needs to remove and he will teach you how to rise up in strength soldiers in Christ. He will teach you how to rise up and be the generals, to be the God-fearing individuals, to be the, the people of God that are full of victory because you understand order and in the kingdom there is order there is order god is a god of order and there is order in the kingdom and when he sees an individual that he can trust because their hearts stay humble before him and understand authority delegated godly authority now you've got he has an individual he can promote and you are an individual that the enemy is fearful of because he even understands that you get order. You understand order. Amen? This is critical. This is so critical that you really get the heartbeat of what I am bringing forth today. Because this has the potential to change even the way you pray, change the way you walk, change your expectation. It has the ability, with this truth that I'm bringing today. The devil may be on the prowl, but I'll tell you, there is such a key in humility and also standing in authority, but it's authority that's under, um, that's under order. You understanding godly order. That key right there will have the potential to change everything in your life.